Hey everybody, thanks for checking out the Adam Messer show, um, and I'm your host Adam Messer. Today's episode is a pretty special one. I had uh, singer-songwriter Michaelin Boney on the show today, and she played a couple live songs for us. You can uh, catch those on the podcast, and then also you can watch the videos on my Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash author Adam Messer. I hope you enjoy this episode, and uh, let me know what you think. Thanks. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, this is the Muses, Memoirs, and More show. I'm your host, Adam Messer, and you are listening to us live on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And today, my special guest is Michaelin Boney. Am I saying it right, or is it Michaelin? It's Michaelin. Michaelin. Okay. Thanks. Um, let me, hold on one second. Let me fix that. There you go. All right. Um, and you are uh, a country rockabilly musician, right? Singer, songwriter, musician? Well, I uh, I jump between genres a good bit, but yeah. I really love to play um, soul and rockabilly and jazz and uh, just, you know, whatever I think is going to be interesting on the violin. I like to play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like it. And I, I met uh, Michael at uh, Randy Woods uh, annual jam a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, you and my son are, are a little, you're about a year older, I think, than Sebastian, but he was uh, playing the guitar and you were playing your violin and the guitar and yeah, it's kind of cool. That was, was great fun. Yeah. I thought that was neat. So um, everybody, we are, uh, Sebastian, you, um, you going to play a little something for us for the intro of the show or? Okay. All right. So, Michael, um, usually Sebastian uh, opens up the show for me with a little, mm-hmm. little something. Would you mind playing a, a sure. song for us? All right. So, Michael and Boney, everybody. Do you, Do you want a full song or just just about a minute or two? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll play uh, something happy on the fiddle. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so much so let's see here i'm just adjusting the uh the mics back up and there we go okay um so let, let's see hold on one second everybody I'm trying to try to fix this so i can see you and i can still hear you okay <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's better awesome <laughs> that's a lot better because i was okay so imagine everybody i was just staring at michael and with a big microphone right in front of her face so i'm like, <laughs> like hey <laughs> so um yeah thank you so much for coming out today i know uh you drove from claxton right yes sir okay yeah. and we have mr mike over here um that's hey, my mr. dad mike. yeah and he uh he brought you down so this is pretty cool so you um you're 18 now yes sir right mm-hmm. 
how long have you been playing? Because you, you know you sound really good. Well, thank you. Um, so I started playing classical violin when I was about um, eight. So it'll be ten years now that I'm playing. Um, like I said, I started out you know doing classical and. They wouldn't let me tap my foot, so I went to fiddling. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. So um, what's the difference between a uh, violin and a fiddle? So how you fiddle around with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's also, good. Um, you carry a violin in a case and a fiddle in a sack. <laughs> really? Nice. Not really, but you know. That's fine. They're pretty much the same instrument, right? They're, I mean, They are. Um, a lot of people don't realize that, but yeah, they are the, the, totally the same instrument. Just It's just how you set it up, basically. Right, Yeah. right. Right, and the way you play it, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, so um, so you play classical and you play as a fiddler. Because I saw you, you, your bio or whatever, like a rock fiddler. Yeah. So, so you're kind of into, you know, like the rockabilly. But I, I've also seen where you play some Elvis and some classical, like soul stuff, jazz stuff. Yes, sir. Um, so basically I uh, I like to play just traditional instruments in a non-traditional way mm-hmm. and I also fiddle around with the um, electric guitar a good bit because I like to play soul on there but yeah it's a um, it's a very undiscovered instrument in commercial music mm-hmm. and um, I think people don't realize how much it can do and usually when we see somebody playing it's usually the keyboard or the guitar which are two wonderful instruments of course um, but the violin has been kind of sectioned off into like classical mm-hmm. and people s- will see you with a fiddle and just assume that, you know, you must play Cotton Eye Joe and you can do that. Of course, it's a lot of fun, but, um, I just would love to see a new generation of string players who are really out of the box and put distortion on their, you know, instruments and just say, you know, Hey, we can do commercial music too. Okay, so when you say commercial music, do you mean like um, stuff on the radio? Do you mean, or do you mean stuff like that's used in marketing, or what do you mean? Oh, well, good point. Um, so yeah, commercial music. When I say that, I just mean like, yeah, things you would see on the radio, um, things that aren't little, a little more s- widely known. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. not like subgenres. Yeah, I think that's cool. I've always, uh, I've always liked the violin and the sound of the violin. And uh, fiddle, you know, mm-hmm. I guess um, I know everybody knows the uh, um, the devil goes down to Georgia. Of course, yeah. You know, that's like I think one of the most popular fiddle. Yeah. Uh, rockable rockabilly songs or whatever. I, I don't know if that would be considered rockabilly or country or. I think it's more on the countryside, but yeah, I I've actually met Charlie Daniels twice and oh, really? he signed um, one of my fiddles. But the first time I met him, I said. Um, Charlie, I bet you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. <laughs> what? What did he say? He was like, I think I've heard that before. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and here you are, boom. So speaking of that, um, yeah. So are you you're recording a new album? Is that right? Yes, sir. I am. Um, so can I'm. Can you talk about that, or is it kind of still behind the scenes? Or no, I, I can talk about it for okay, sure. Perfect. Um, so I am recording it in Nashville. Um, at a pretty cool studio called Dark Horse, and it's um it's going to be original songs, and now, original songs. Um, are you the because you're sing singer and songwriter? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So are these all original that you created? Yes, sir. Wow. Um, I've co-written, excuse me, co-written. <laughs> I think maybe two of them, but they are, yeah, they're definitely my songs with my thumbprint on them. Oh wow! I'm, I'm very excited about it. 
That's pretty cool. Thank um, you. What 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 do you uh, as far as like the the I don't know maybe you're kind of helping forge a new genre. Um, I know it's been around. I mean, violin music's been around for a long, long time. But um, what style would you say that you are you want your song, your signature sound to be like? Yeah. Um, so that's a great question. It's a kind of a big question for any artist. Right. Um, kind of like what 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 are people going to know you for? Right. Right. Um, you know, because you can play the guitar and you can play the fiddle. Yeah. Um, you can play it as a classical violin. Um, yes, sir. Basically, I think I would answer that by saying there's some wonderful bands from, um, you know, the from yesteryear, like um, Queen mm-hmm. and Led Zeppelin, um, even solo artists like Elvis or, uh, yeah, just th- these people that we really love um, and think of them as artists who have careers that span um, genres, they, they have a sound. And then if they want to, like, they want to sing reggae or something, they can do that. But they always have their sound. Mm-hmm. You know, Queen <clears throat> did a crazy little thing called Love, and they mm-hmm. wrote it in the style of Elvis. Yeah. But they weren't a rockabilly band. And they did um, gospel, like Somebody to Love. They wrote that because um, Freddie Mercury loved Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. But they always had their sound. So no matter what pie they stuck their finger in, you know, it was, or fingers in, it was always them. So what is your sound? Um, I think my sound is uh, groovy. Groovy? Yeah, uh, I really love yeah. to groove. I um, I remember watching you uh, play at Randy's, and you were singing, and I was just so impressed because um, I was thinking, wow, this you know this young lady here is is very talented. You're Thank very you. talented. You have a nice singing voice, and uh, you know you, you don't see a lot of um, young musicians who are well put together and you do a lot of shows right yes sir i'm i'm very fortunate to be able to um to play around a lot when did you start doing shows um i started performing when i was about 12 or 11 wow, wow. yes sir it was uh was that kind of intimidating at first or well i started playing with um you know older musicians that would invite me up and uh it was just great fun yeah. for sure yeah yeah a lot of good memories yeah, that's pretty cool. And I was looking at your schedule, um, and everybody, you can check out the uh, the Facebook. Um, we have a link on our WRUU Facebook page. Um, Michael, and your Facebook page is uh, www.facebook.com slash... Uh, Boney. Yep, and that's spelled... Er, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if it's <laughs> I know, right? And, and you have a unique spelling for your name, too, right? Yes, sir. It's um, it's Michael, like the book in the Bible, M-I-C-A-H, and then L-A-N is right. one word. Right, yeah. I was wondering where um, what the inspiration with that, because it sounds like Michelangelo yeah. to me, like Michael, and, but I, I didn't want to... I, uh, I, it's one of those things where you don't... I've never really seen it before. You're the first person I've seen with that name, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty rare. It's pretty weird, too. Um. It's pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. Do you mind playing another song for us, yeah, like uh, one of your songs? To. I'd love to. Um, this is. Let me adjust the mic down a little bit too. Okay. I'm gonna play a a classic soul song. Um, and we've mic'd up too, my, uh, by Etta James for right. y'all. We're good. Okay.
my love has come along. And my lonely days are over. It's like getting my own personal concert right here. Oh, <laughs> and everybody tuning in. Uh, that is uh, Michael and Boney. Um, she is a uh, singer-songwriter, musician-performer, and you are listening to us live on WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. <clears throat> so, uh, Michael, we have been talking a little bit about um, you know, your background, and you've got a, a new um, album that you're – you're recording right now when when can we expect it to be out um i know it'll be out by uh next year okay <laughs> yeah they, they take a while to create and especially when you want to um just really zero in on things and and get it to be exactly like your vision yeah yeah so uh with the first album a lot of times um i guess it, are you when when it comes out is it going to be um classified as like country or as right um i'm going to to switch between genres but mm-hmm. i uh i kind of write things that that i just am inspired by so there are some country sounding songs mm-hmm. on there um i have a lot of uh, groovy stuff type um excuse me groovy stevie wonder type things on there okay so kind of um, like pop music too yeah, yeah for sure i mean you know if it has a strong beat I and a baseline, of course. I'm all over that. So yeah, nice. I just want it to be. Because um, yeah, when people think of Nashville, they think of country music. 
Yes, definitely. There yeah. is so much more, though, in Nashville than um, country. It's right. it's really quite amazing um, at the variety. So, you know, I love, like, classic country, like um, Patsy Cline, for example, mm-hmm. and um, Jerry Lee Lewis's country stuff, Wanda Jackson. But uh, there is a, there's a lot more to say, I think, than just to be caught in a um, in a specific time sounding uh, yeah I, I understand what you're yeah. saying uh, so you like country but you also like other genres which sure. is cool yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool I think we're at the point to where genres have been kind of overdone and now the things that exist are almost caricatures of a certain sound yeah because you got some chops I mean you can sing thank you you know you're a real <laughs> singer and that's that's nice because um, in the industry uh, music industry there are a lot of people that their voices are amplified or or, or melodyme or whatever it is um yeah and you know up. you actually you are a singer you well, know i mean you're you a genuine you know vi- you know, vivid <laughs> singer thank you <clears throat> and i think that's that's so, people are so they crave that so much now for like sure what, you know like adele when you hear her you know you, she's a singer you know yeah. you can hear uh versus some of the other pop stars that are out there that you can tell it's hard to tell at first, but you can tell that it's been their voice has been modified or whatever. So yes, I think sir. that's nice. It's refreshing. Well, thank you. So. Um, <clears throat> you know, the, the voice is, I think, the ultimate instrument. And it's uh, that the reason that it is is because we all possess it. Mm-hmm. And it goes, I'm not a good singer. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I like <laughs> but, to sing, but I'm not very good. <laughs> but we all use our voice. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the way you speak, that's your voice. Right. And we. Um, communicate with each other so whenever you hear a singer it goes right to your to your heart mm-hmm. whereas other things can be um just different you know it it's a different way that you receive it but there's something special about the human voice for sure yeah um especially music uh when you're talking about uh led zeppelin and queen i think uh, those bands or artists or whatever prince is another good one that oh, I, love. I love prince they're oh my storytellers gosh. Yes. Yeah, and that's that seems like that's what you want to do. Yes. That you want to be a storytelling singer songwriter. Absolutely. Just um, because yeah. everybody, <laughs> we're so used to like you're talking about so used to whatever. Uh, music's been overplayed. There's a you know formula out there, and mm-hmm. you know we're used to three minute songs and whatever, mm-hmm. and um, and a catchy hook and you know catchy beat or whatever. But well, all those things are good. Those are, but um, you you don't see the storytelling as much yeah you know there's a lot of like you know whatever yeah. um but i love uh, i love those uh musicians as well you know the ones that tell elton john another great storyteller oh, to sure. me so sure. i think that's um i think that's one of the cool things about it um can you talk about any of your songs um yeah like how you know like can can you tell us about one in particular and yeah how um, it came about it would be kind of cool if maybe I could talk about it and then play it. Would yeah, you know that'd be awesome. That? Um, dad, would you hand me my guitar? Thank you. My dad is my roadie. He's so sweet. <laughs> Dads are awesome. And by the way, everybody, uh, today is Mother's Day, so I would like to just give a shout out to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I didn't Definitely. forget. I've already um, called my mom and sent her a message and got my wife a card and all, so... Uh, we are doing the Mother's Day thing, but yeah, today is Happy Mother's Day, so everybody, thank you for uh, for doing all the hard work that you do all year round. So. Absolutely, yeah. So, so tell us about this um, this song, and what is it called? Well, it's called, uh, 
it requires a little bit of explanation, or perhaps you'd be. Well, go ahead. We've got the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so. Or perhaps you would be interested in the explanation. Um, it's called When I Get a Nudie Suit. <laughs> uh, when you get a what? <laughs> a nudie suit. Okay. Yeah. So you probably already have some ideas about what you think a nudie suit might be. Not even, uh, not even <laughs> guessing. I'm just like, you're wide open here. You got, you got the mic. So um, nudie suits were worn on the Grand Ole Opry, and they're very iconic. Um, people like Porter Wagner and Dolly Parton are very famous for wearing them mm-hmm. um, or have – <laughs> they're not famous because they wore them, excuse me. But, you know. They're you, well known. Yeah. Of, yeah, and they're people that wore them. Absolutely. They're right. part of their image. And right. um, anyway, they are bright and sparkly, and they have embroidery all over them. And uh, they're themed, and they're specific to the artist. So I just think they are the coolest things ever. And they get their name from Nudie Cohen, who made them. Um, so basically, I was thinking. You know what? Until the day uh, I get a nudie suit, I want to <laughs> sing the song about it. Okay. Just kind of um, let people know of my love for them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds cool. Well, I'm just a country singer playing for my dinner sometimes it seems i don't know where i'm going but the way to get ahead is with a spool of thread in the magic hands of a man named nudie cohen now all them stars has got one hank williams dolly Parton, and graham parsons just to list a few and if I want to have my name in the Hall of Fame, there's just one thing I've got to do. Get me a nudie suit covered in rhinestones, sequins and cowboy boots, embroidery hand sewn. They're gonna know I'm country western. When they see my polyester, gonna move uptown in my nudie suit. Dressed in blue and yellow, I'll be a cowboy Cinderella with music notes all running down my sleeve. And roses on my chest, I'll dress to impress. I'm gonna sparkle just like the bright blue sea. Cause they gleam and they shine. Like the face of a dime So everyone can see you on the stage Now folks, that's the ticket To success in show business And that's why I dream of the day When I get a nudie suit Covered in rhinestones Sequins and cowboy boots Embroidery hand-sewn Gonna wear them fancy britches Made with a million stitches Gonna move uptown in my nudie suits In the brightest of colors The music comes alive The outlaws and troubadours They swear by those designs You know it's gonna be so embellished Even Elvis would be jealous of my old-fashioned, authentic, nudie suit. 
Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. You, you, uh, yeah, I didn't know what a nudie suit was, but now I do. I mean, I can, I can, when you said that about Dolly Parton, I, I was thinking about like a, you seeing her suits on, on stage. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah they are dynamite. So you're just going to be blue and yellow? I think so. Either blue and yellow or leopard print. Nowadays, I'm moving towards the leopard print. More. Leopard print. I might have to change the song. That would be that'd be pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, you could always put version two out, or That's the extended right. version, 2.0. right? Two point oh. Yeah. Two yeah. <laughs> Since uh, since we do live in a new new age, right? Yeah. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, how long did it take you to write that song? And where did you where where did you get the inspiration for it? I mean, I you told us, you know, that it came from that, but I mean. Obviously, seeing those, did it come from wanting to have one yourself, or oh, definitely. And um, you, what what sparked in your mind to think I'm going to write a song about wanting to have my own nudie suit? Well, uh, I'm a big fan of Graham Parsons, and you know he's from Waycross, actually. He's oh, a wow. Georgia boy, and he innovated uh, country rock, and just had an amazing career. It didn't last very long, unfortunately, but because he died very young. But um, he has, I think the most famous nudie suit um it's got a lot of controversial things on it <laughs> <laughs> um but it's really cool i encourage everybody listening to um to look it up at least once because it's really a work of art and i was thinking about him and um you know just how that suit is a reflection of his artistry mm-hmm. and i also went to the um the country music hall of fame and mm. you know it's just like nudie suits galore yeah yeah and so many cool artifacts of or pieces of clothing and um you know it's just what you wear is kind of a reflection of how you want people to um like your signature yeah Yeah, like your brand or whatever yeah yeah um i remember watching a talking about dolly parton i remember watching a video and i think barbara walters uh, was interviewing her Mm -hmm. and they were saying you know uh something about like people make fun of you or whatever and she was saying it was all for entertainment like you know everything that she did was for entertainment because dolly parton's a very smart person oh for sure and um you know so she made a living out of you know pretty much just carving out of the mountain what she wanted you know i mean she just got out there and did the work yeah i respect that so much i know i mean and back when really i don't know um i don't think it was as popular i mean i guess i guess country western you know, it was kind of popular, but then rock took over and a lot of the kids grew up listening to rock and roll and whatever. And country just kind of fell off to the side. And then, you know, there's like a resurgence of it. Yeah. So I think, I think she, you know, I think she's a good one to look up to. Oh, know, for it, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I admire her greatly. Um, it's actually kind of cool because the fellow who's producing my album in Nashville is, um, uh, her band leader and has produced a lot of her work. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So have you met Dolly yet? Um, I have not, but... It's I on the bucket list? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow. For sure. Wow. <laughs> I hear she's a lovely person. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to take a short uh, station break, probably about two or three minutes. Okay. Um, but you are listening to us on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And I'm your host today, Adam Messer. You're listening to Muses, Memoirs, and More. And our special guest today is Michaelin Boney. And she is a uh, singer-songwriter, um, country-western slash rockabilly slash um, like a lot of little uh, different cool (laughs) stuff, like soulful. uh, Singer-songwriter, funky fiddler. Funky fiddler. I like that. Funky fiddler. (laughs) All right. Uh, So... 
It's Spring Fling. Come over to the gallery at Chippewa Square at 232 Bull Street on May 16th from 5 to 8 p.m. for an informal get-together and fundraiser for WRUU. Meet some of the WRUU hosts and enjoy music, art, raffle, munchies, and good conversation. That is the Spring Fling at the gallery at Chippewa Square at 232 Bull Street on May 16th from 5 to 8 p.m. Thank you to our listeners and the readers of Connect Savannah for participating in the 2019 Best of Savannah poll. With your help, WRUU has been selected as Best Radio Station and Best Local Talk Radio Station in Savannah. Thank you, Savannah, for listening and voting and supporting community radio. All right. Yeah, I really appreciate that, um, everybody, too, because, you know, this is a talk show. and We, we interview, um, I interview authors, artists, and artists and entertainers like Michaelin. Um, <laughs> so we'll be right back. Let me play this. Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. The St. Joseph's Candler Health System will offer free hearing screenings on Wednesday, June 12th. The screenings will take place at the Smart Senior Office on East 65th Street in Savannah. The screenings are open to the public by appointment only. For more information, call 912 912- Three five two four four zero five. Tonight on WRUU, tune in at 6.30 for Random Note, a themed magical musical journey. At 8, In the Pocket presents jazz, funk, soul, gospel, and more. At 9, Evening Eclectic is a show with no musical boundaries. And at 11, we bring you an hour of locally produced music. Our latest schedule is always at WRUU.org. Thanks for listening. All right, and we are back. I know those are quick, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Michael, um, that was pretty cool. You know, you played uh, your original song about nudie suits, and uh, everybody, it's not what you think, <laughs> nudie suits. Um, but yeah, that was pretty. that's pretty neat. I think that's really cool. Um, so what's it like recording in Nashville? I mean, especially being 18, you know, you're very young and um, it's a whole nother world, right? It is a whole nother world, um, especially since, you know, I grew up in Claxton and Claxton is a, a very small town. And not only did I grow up there, but I also grew up on a farm <laughs> outside of Claxton. So, um, or outside the city limits, I should say. And, you know, going to a big city is just, um, it's really an incredible experience. And um, I would say that I am really enjoying the creative atmosphere. It's very charged with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I just respect that there are people in Nashville who will listen. You know, there's a lot of listening rooms and um, fun open mics to do. And I've been uh, lucky to play at, like, the Commodore um, Hotel and some places like Douglas Corner and uh, anyway it's just a great atmosphere you know for a young person Um, but I haven't actually been in the studio yet to like lay down things Um, but I've been in the co-writing process and and also just in the process of refining my songs Um, that's one of the things we talk about here too is the process like I interview a lot of authors Mm -hmm. and that process is um, you know doing the work you know, when you're you're out there, you you have an idea, 
laying down the work, doing the work, the follow through. Yeah. You know, there's a lot involved before production. Yes. And um, um, there's a lot involved sure. after production. You know, I mean, when you when you when you put it down, you know, you might have to go and do another take. You know, I, I don't know a whole lot about music, really, but I do know a lot about writing. And um, so I think, you know, that first song you wrote, you played for us is pretty good. Thank you. I mean, you have it's pretty catchy and, you know, it sells a story. I thought it was kind of neat. Thank you. So, yeah, it's um, there is a lot to do pre and after the um, pre and post production, I, sh- I should say. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the fun is. That's where you do your dreaming. Right. You know, right. And then whenever you go in to uh, actually lay down things, you just get to, um, you know, show your attitude and show show yourself. But, yeah. Okay, so speaking of attitude, um, uh, Mike, your dad was saying something about a song that you got, like, this really oh, good. Yeah. Or <laughs> Did you say it was really good? <laughs> I think, didn't you say it was really good, He's my right? dad, so. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, but I mean. It's really in your face. It's different it's, than that one. Yeah, it's, um. Mm more on the rocking side yeah i'll do it for you all right let's, hold on one second let me uh because everybody I'm, I'm i'm actually getting little videos too so you'll be able to see these on facebook later on so take it away okay this is called runaway train Careful kind of Had a sewn up heart And a one track mind it Wasn't long Before I lost control To a reckless man With a wandering soul We had no destination Just a trail of steam and smoke We were speeding in nowhere With all the gauges broke Love's a runaway train Love is a runaway train driving through my brain hell on wheels just a ripping off the rails you can't hold back a runaway train you can't hold back a runaway train we were torn apart with every mile by mistakes we could not reconcile the restless past is heavy freight And the tires were twisted by its weight The sky started spinning as we flew off the track A falling feels like flying Until you crash Love's a runaway train Love's a runaway train Driving through my brain Hell on wheels, whipping off the rails. You can't hold back a runaway train. You can't hold back a runaway train. enough to wake the dead the ringing in my ears are the last words that he said love's a runaway train Woo! 
wow i i don't even know what to say that was so good thank you <laughs> that was really good you're right you're right mike it was it was awesome <laughs> that i mean like that sounds just as good if not better than anything on the radio right now thank you that's very kind all right anybody tuning in you need to you know seriously dark horse is your label um it's the recording studio recording studio mm -hmm. do you have a label i'm an independent artist actually very proud to be even better <laughs> even better that's awesome. Um, yeah, because I talked to a lot of indie authors and um, artists and entertainers. We had some actors on here and stuff like that. And oh, very cool. Yeah, so um, and the, luckily uh, for the folks that are not able to listen to it live right now, we're going to have a podcast. So I have a oh. podcast, so it'll be a recording. Wow. We're recording it right now, and I'll have some of these videos so you all get to enjoy what I'm getting to see here in the studio. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. You, um, you have a show tomorrow night, right? I do, yes, sir. It's in Brunswick. Brunswick, okay. Mm -hmm. What? When is your next show here in Savannah? Because I know you did one a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. Um. Let's see here. I'm. I know. I'm playing at Tubby's in the near future, uh, on Thunderbolt, and I love playing there. It's really fun. Atmosphere. And sometimes you play out in Richmond Hill, right? At that um, uh, Irish pub yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Fiorua. I play there. Um, yeah. A good bit, and also in St. Simons, mm -hmm. um, at Ember, is a a place I really like to go and um you know I oh I just remembered I'm gonna be on on rhythm on the river in Brunswick on June the 2nd okay and what is that it's uh I take it that it's just a fun um atmosphere of the river you know and oh like um, a, a, a boat or something or, uh, or like a bar or grill down there I, or? I think it's on I think it's downtown. Yeah. Oh, okay. And a festival. There's live music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And nice. it's just uh, like a little mini festival. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you enjoy most about performing? I would say the human connection yeah. of it and the spontaneity of it. Uh, you know, we only do 50% of the job, like with our instruments and musicians, I mean, and, you know, your voice or whatever you play. Uh, inspiration does the other half for you and I really love spontaneity and just the the atmosphere that you're in at the moment mm -hmm. and connecting to that um, because it's never the same you know you can think that you have your plan show or your sh <laughs> your show planned out sometimes I get my words mixed up and I'm excited uh, we all do <laughs> don't feel bad <laughs> sometimes you think you have your show planned out but yeah. it's just you know, you let inspiration um, carry you. So do you, um, talking about the inspiration on the stage, have you, you know, like you are talking about they would pull people up on the stage earlier. Um, have you ever had an experience where you were, you were invited to do that with someone? You were like, wow, this is kind of. Yeah. Um, actually, because that'll been. be you one day you know you'll be pulling some kid up on the oh, stage right? I hope so <laughs> that would be really cool yeah. paint it forward um so I uh had that experience with the Kentucky Headhunters actually hmm. I was playing at a festival called Grand Parsons uh, Guitar Pool in Waycross very cool festival if you haven't been already no I haven't. um you should you should it's in the uh fall in September so nice. anyway yeah I was playing there earlier like during the day with my band and um, I think they heard me play. That's what someone told me. And uh, then I was in the crowd, like, kind of close to the stage because they were just killing it, just on fire. Amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I was, like, dancing and bopping around like everybody else. And then the next thing I know, the lead singer was like, hey, I want you to get your fiddle. 
yeah. joined us on our last song and i was like wow. what wow so yeah that was what an honor for sure it was very uh very surprising you know i wasn't expecting it <laughs> that's that's really cool um do you i you know i saw something where uh heavy metal was like the most uh i guess popular growing genre in the last couple of years wow and uh, do you ever play anything um kind of uh, on the metal side because i know you got you know i know you're amped up you can amp up too yeah so uh what i'm doing today is a very like acoustic yeah um, unplugged in, in the studio type thing yeah <laughs> um yeah just a low-key type thing because whenever i do my shows i have um a lot of like pedals mm-hmm. and i i do a lot of looping which is really fun because it allows you to sound like a full band. And like I said I, earlier, I love to put distortion in like a wah on my fiddle and a bass pedal. Because um, I would totally love to hear some heavy metal fiddling. Yeah. So I think that would be awesome. I do um, I do a Led Zeppelin medley. Do you? Yeah. And I do like um, Stairway to Heaven and Black Dog and Cashmere. Oh, wow. Um, I think it's on my Facebook page, on my personal. Um, yeah, someone videoed it the other day. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know. As you say, you're open to different genres, so that's why I was wondering. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I personally like um, heavy metal. My son does, too, and yeah. we're all, like, metal heads. And, cool. You know, I, but there's something about live music that is just, uh, to me, it's amazing. You know, it's you magic. Can, like you were saying earlier, but, you know, you feel it in your heart. You just, you can feel it. Like, Sebastian will play for me at home, or he'll play here. Like, I, I used to have, like, a little recorded intro, mm-hmm. and um, I asked Sebastian, I said, you know, do you mind playing in the intro for me and he'll just he'll shred some live music for me yeah. you know to start off and i love that i mean that's you know i think it's a, a fun thing and um mm-hmm. you know having you on the show today is really awesome because i was thinking like i was trying to book guests and i was trying to think of, of different people that were local that i could you know invite on mm-hmm. and i was like you know i saw you posted something about a new show and i was like you know what let me ask you and see if you would i'm so glad you did yeah so yeah. i'm glad that you're here um, let's do a little station ID and then we, we've got about 10 minutes after that. Um, okay. so th- you said you had another song you wanted to play yeah, too, right? I would love to. What's the, what's the other one you want to play? Um, it's one that's going to be on my album. It's called true love and woman. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So everybody, you are listening uh, uh, to us live here at Muses, Memoirs and More. I'm your host, Adam Messer. And our special day- guest today is Michael and Boney. And we are WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. So tell me about this um, this other song that's going to be on your album. Okay. Well, um, you know, I take a a lot of inspiration from the great divas like uh, Aretha Franklin, Amy Winehouse, Wanda Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, on the jazzy side, like uh, um, Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald. And I wanted to write a song that was kind of showed off the um, the strength and you know femininity. And uh, anyway, so this is one that I wrote, and it's. Uh, called True Love and Woman. You say surrounder and off with your pride. Lady Luck left you high and dry. And you were charmed by a pair of snake eyes. 
That's the risk you take when you roll the dice. Love is a gamble when you lay down your cards. Now your last gal was a joker. I'm the queen of hearts. I'm a true loving woman. I'm a true loving woman. Yeah, I'm a true loving woman. Come on and take a chance on me. Come on and take a chance on me. I'm telling you, I'm a guaranteed to be the genuine, hard to find, one of a kind you need. I ain't no second guessing what's on my mind. Tonight on WRUU, tune in at no 6:30 for rant. I'm a true loving woman. I'm a true loving woman. Yeah, I'm a true. I ain't the kind of gal whose devotion fades. You know I stand right by this promise I've made Cause I'm a true loving woman I'm a true loving woman Yeah, I'm a true loving woman Come on and take a chance on me Come on and take a chance on me Come on and take a chance on me, baby. Come on and take a chance on me. Awesome. Thank wow. You. That was, that's really good. You know, it kind of reminded me uh, uh, when you're playing that, um, like you're talking about the, the love ballads or whatever, and um, the the, uh, the uh, feminine empowerment or whatever. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what inspired you for that? Was it just kind of like a like a tribute to your elders or to the people that were here before you or kind of just what was what was that about do you mean like musically like the yeah, style of it yeah yeah well uh <laughs> you know i i like to take things that have that have been um let me i guess a better way to say it is that sometimes things are so old that they're new mm-hmm. you know and i really love um like soul from the '60s, like Jackie Wilson, James Brown, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also on the rockabilly side, like with Jerry Lee Lewis. He is my, that's my man, Jerry Lee. Okay, um, <laughs> I love him, and I uh, love his music. Because listening to the song, it kind of sounds like, um, like a girl that likes a guy that liked some other girl that was maybe bad news for him, and yeah, and, and the guy really doesn't pay attention to her, so she's like, hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> check me out. Yeah, <laughs> <Right here." laughs> you know, you you try to write songs that are just about experiences in the human condition yeah and uh you know it's it's a story and people can read into it what they want because that's really art you know it's an art is a mirror your interpretations yeah yeah everybody's interpretation um it's kind of neat that's um i think that that's one of the interesting things too about uh, talking about the human condition uh, especially with storytelling that um, we all connect on a you know an emotional level you know, and there, yeah. there are things that we all, you know, we want 
you know, everybody has a baseline of things that they want, you know. And that's um, right. I think music so it can touch you so deeply. I agree. The more that I learn about it, the more I'm convinced that it's utterly magic. You know. That I, I think so. And um let's can we talk a little bit about the process because we've got about another yeah. seven minutes or yeah, so. Yeah, I'd love to. What um what is your day like um with writing and practicing and you know, and then doing gigs on top of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, you know, if you're doing gigs that means that you're you're making money professionally as an artist mm-hmm. and um and you're also, you know, cutting your teeth out there on the stage. You know, um, and you've been doing this since you're eight. Started performing about twelve, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's six years. I mean, that's a that's a good bit of time. But in the scope of things, you know, being being eighteen, you know, you're still very young. Yeah. So what is what is your professional day like with your music and? Well, <laughs> it's pretty hectic, uh, and it changes a lot. Yeah. And I'm the kind of person that responds well to that. So uh, change is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It really can Dad, be. Dad, um, do you does she keep you busy? Oh, she does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I run gosh. all up and down the roads. <laughs> Always like, hey, I've got a new gig I want to do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've performed in like Indiana, and I'm going to Illinois this summer, and oh, wow. West Virginia, um, Tennessee, and um, Florida sometimes. So I really love to travel, and that's part of um you know just what i want in my career is to to be able to reach lots of people all over this uh you know great country of ours and um basically you asked me though about my day um yeah yeah what i mean what's a part of the process like you know i mean how much time are you spending honing your craft yeah um so i used to be rigid about my practice and i used to say like i'm gonna spend four hours um, today, just on the violin, I'm going to, you know, do three octave scales and, you know, classical technique. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just kind of let, like what I said earlier about inspiration, doing half of the work, I kind of let that um, drive me. But at the same time, sometimes you aren't inspired. And this is true for, you know, no matter what you do, um, sometimes you just have to show up and just put in the time and trust that what you're doing is good for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> is good for people around you, and is meaningful. And that's basically my philosophy with music. And if um, if I want to write something, usually I sit on it a while, and I guess you could call it putting in the icebox. You know, you come back to it later with fresh eyes, and uh, that is actually part of the joy. It's not necessarily like i'm gonna sit down and write a song in 30 minutes and think about how awesome i am (laughs) i I love um i when i was a kid i used to write poetry and Mm -hmm. um i've written a couple of songs um, nothing i ever published or anything like that but what with the uh and i write horror um Mm -hmm. short fiction stuff like that and um, i actually wrote a heavy metal song for my fictitious band so the band's called blood thrasher so it's a savannah vampire novel series yeah and uh sebastian's the one that inspired me you know he was like hey dad why don't you write about a heavy metal vampire band that came to savannah and so i actually wrote a song you know for that yeah uh, but i've always liked poetry and uh, singing and i think the same thing you know with uh with any kind of writing you know you might have an idea or a snippet or you know you, like a scene or something like that like yeah. with music it's you know it's different but it's the same because you're still you're still telling a story 
Absolutely. You know, and you're still wanting to convey a message to your audience. Yeah. You know, so I think that's awesome. You know, I mean, um, putting something in the icebox, I call it putting it on the back burner. You know, yeah. same difference. There you go. You know, sometimes <laughs> you'll have a, you know, something that you have to step away from so that you can come back with a fresh set of, you know, or fresh viewpoint or whatever. So yeah. I think that's, that's pretty, pretty wise, pretty wise there, young lady. Thank you. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's wise. It's just what works for me. Yeah. At the moment. <laughs> um, what uh, do you have any songs out right now, like on Spotify or anything like that? Or so I do. Um, not on Spotify yet. I'm okay. working towards that right now. But I did just release two music videos on YouTube. Okay. And I made those in West Virginia. Um, and West Virginia keeps seeming like a theme here, Dad. <laughs> That's where her um, main instructor's from. Yeah, okay. My, okay. Um, Really I was just thinking of John Denver. Yeah, yeah I love Country Roads. Love him. Yeah. Um, but I went there to, uh, yeah, to do those music videos and to study with my um, teacher who is, lives there. Okay. I, I usually study with him long distance, um, like on Skype. But anyway, so yeah, I did. I will survive and superstition both on the violin and sang them and. I did what I was talking about earlier, which is looping. Okay. And so when you loop, um, like you said, it's pretty much where you're you're doing all the parts. Yeah. Um, and then you you pretty much are kind of not synthesizing, but you're playing it, and then you loop it around so that mm-hmm. excuse me that it's part of the song. Yes, sir. Excuse me. So you can play your guitar, your fiddle, or whatever. Yes, sir. Um, I have a pedal that listens to me, and when I tell it to, it records. Um, what I just played, and we'll play it back. Nice. And it's really wonderful. You can just build a, a full band sound. Um, awesome. And none of it is pre-recorded. It's all live, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, I really appreciate you being on today. Where can people find uh, all your stuff? Because I put it on Facebook with the michaelandboney.com. Is that the best place? Mm-hmm. or? Oh, that's a wonderful place to, to see what I'm going to be up, you know, see what I'm going to be doing um, and stay up to date with me. Uh, also, my Facebook page is very active, okay. and I post my shows there as well as my website. And uh, I'd love it if you know y'all checked out my YouTube because um, I post my newest uh, creations on there. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on with me today. Um, do you mind playing uh, just a, like another little minute ex- outro type thing? Yeah, sure. This is uh, this is part of a song that's gonna be on my album. It's kind of like the intro I could say it's called do right thanks so much for listening into my podcast today and uh let me know what you think i really would love to hear from you uh you can hit me up on social media at uh, facebook.com slash author adam messer twitter is a-d-m-e-s-s-e-r instagram a-d-a-m-m-e-s-s-e-r or on my website www.adammesser.net love to hear from you thanks